What up, folks? On this week's episode of Rich Friend, the elevated conversation brought to you by Tequila Avion. We cure the common cold and stoke the streaming wars. We talk about why Halloween is the best and New York chain restaurants are the worst. And artist manager Anthony Martini tells us how he talked the French mob out of killing him. Grab a bottle, brew some tea. It's time for Rich Friend. Hey, what up, folks? <laughs> Welcome to Rich Friend, the Elevated Conversation, brought to you by Tequila Avion. Um, today's drink, because it's like 10 degrees outside, I'm sipping on a little hot toddy right now. Uh, some um, Avion Reposado, some nice uh, brewed tea, and a little splash of honey in there. Um, it's awesome, so we'll cheers to that. You're, uh, Tremont, you're like, you're Jamaican, right? <laughs> What it, <laughs> rumors say? <laughs> you, you look, you look Jamaican. Um, <laughs> what are, what are some of like? Does your mother? This is super. Just uh, I'm just making an assumption. But like, what were the, some of the cold so my, remedies? My, my grandmother, man. My grandmother had all types of crazy stuff and just like like jars stuff that came from the island. Like crow's also, feet, all sorts of like ginger products. That like you know, I'm like I didn't even know that this thing. Only thing I knew about ginger was ginger ale. I'm like I didn't even know that this was like a thing you could manipulate in other right. substances. Right. Um, weird southern stuff too. Like what? Uh, the weirdest thing I remember. I never did it. The weirdest thing I've ever heard for cold is like putting a uh, cucumber in your sock overnight. Shut the fuck. I up. swear to God. I swear to God. I'm dead Shut serious. Shut the fuck. And up. it's supposed to clear up like chest congestion or whatever. Like, I'm dead serious. Put a cucumber in your sock overnight. Yes, yes, and go to sleep with it and keep it in there. Yeah, I'm dead serious. Yo, you, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> yo, people at home, see, I'm sick of this shit, Tremel. Yo, man, that's some, to me, that was that was mom's side. That was from, like, that's from, uh, what, South Carolina they're from? I think so. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like I'm. I'm really bad at it. So I'm. I'm First of all, I know tea, it's not tea, southern because they don't have vegetables in the sleep. south. <laughs> they not ain't no cucumbers in the south. It'd be like some greens. Right. Put some greens in your sock. I don't yeah, know man. about that. No, nah, you. I don't know. You're. I mean, you seem like a pretty healthy dude. You, well, yeah. You know, I, you know I'm like, I feel like like you don't get tired. You don't get sick. You don't get distracted. I have the know? same uh, philosophy as your your grandmother with mm-hmm. the ginger, mm-hmm. but it's like the gentrified Brooklyn. Like it's like juice press, mm, you know what I'm saying? It's the exact sounds, like there's no soul nice. in yeah. in my remedy. I've never seen a hipster with a cold, so I guess that kind of follows. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, just try to you know get my ginger up. What's the exact like product or where like what's the endorsement? It's called a Nurse Ginger Green from Juice Press. I drink one a day. Highly recommend it. Wow. Juice Press, I do the commercial for free. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. That's cool. Yeah, and it's just all it's, the it's green. Yeah, it's like a bunch of kale and and celery and and it's actually good or it's like tolerable. It's no, like, it's good. I think it's good. I don't eat vegetables. I have terrible eating habits. Yeah. So to me, it's like the lazy man. So it's like ten dollars a day, mm-hmm. and maybe I'll live a few extra years. Maybe I won't. Mm-hmm. But uh, my diet will be the thing that kills me. That for seems sure. like a hefty investment. Ten dollars a day? Yeah, for a couple of years. Well, if you got to think juice, that's kind of crazy. But I'll eat like a seven dollar meal. Uh, you know what okay. I'm saying? So you yeah. probably eat a little better, so it averages out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to think about it like that. Me and my boy were like the other day. We were like, I don't like our uh, <laughs> like one of my text threads is just like devolved into um, just like terrible, the worst items, like the worst menu items that have come into existence, like the Whopper burrito. 
<laughs> and just like horrible, like just freak fast food. What was the uh, the KFC Double Down? Yeah, like that shit, shit like is that, ill. But it's like they just haven't stopped doing that. And um, America, we were like, uh, you know, eventually, like, you know, like places like Sweet Green, like Chipotle and stuff like that, chopped where you like go through and pick the stuff that you want or whatever. Right. Like eventually, you'll be able to just like pick like a protein and a whatever and a whatever, and they'll just like blend it up and just serve you mush. I would love that. I'm sure you would. I really hate. There, I hate that I have to eat food. There is like such a market for this. That's I, like I that was the that, conclusion that we came to. That there's enough people that oh would be God. totally down they for would, a cup of mush if it was presented and packaged in the right. And I could way. just drink it, and it had all the nutrients in it. <laughs> yeah, like just. Like, and I would want the same thing for sleep. And it's like, oh, like you're still chewing your food, really? Right. Uh, that's yeah. yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're a chewer. Yeah, we left that in 2016. Like we we don't really chew. I anymore, would do it in know? a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Can you cook, Tramiel? Uh, no, not really. I can do, like, a decent breakfast. Have you ever tried to cook to impress a girl? No, never. You've never cooked, like, tried to cook to impress a girl? I really, I really haven't. I don't know if that's, I would, it wouldn't be impressive. Are you saying that? (laughs) I wouldn't body myself like that, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's one of, it's like, you know, you just, like, you, like, get, like, you, like, get cookbooks, you, like, get stuff, you buy ingredients, you're like, yo, I'm about to do this. I'm like, yeah, like I'm gonna do this. Like I'm gonna save money. Like this, right, 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 whatever. And then you just press, you just press the button, and then the right. next day, you know the what I mean? Like, you're just just like so yeah, big. like and you're just like fuck, like you know. I don't know. I assume that you go crazy in the kitchen. I, I don't cook at I all. Was, oh, okay. okay no, okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay. I wasn't saying that from like a judgmental yeah, I was about, yeah, 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 yeah. Place. I was saying well, it that, sounded like, like it. So. Well, you just don't look like you can cook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Yo, I don't know. I'm stressed it. out at work. I'm taking on a trim out uh-huh, tonight. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on. Clearly, man. You know what I mean? Yo, how can I go to the Met Gala, dude? How can I get in? I decided this weekend that I want to go to the that Met Gala. That you're going to go? Yes. Um, That's like my like target right now. You could buy a ticket. The thing about like, the thing about like, you know, working in or like trying to cover or like covering nightlife or whatever is like very, very early, very, very quick. You have to like, sort of like internalize the fact that like no door is like impenetrable you have to be like sort of willing to do anything yeah and you know what i mean like think on the fly like finesse like this that you know what i mean like it's like part of the challenge is why like i watched the um first monday in may documentary right on last year's right which was amazing yeah it's incredible i random i just like random my friend was telling me to watch i like randomly put it on over the weekend and then they announced this year's like the next day and I was like, yes, that's yeah. like, that's it. That's like, it. I don't care if I have to like. Tramel's going to break in. into the Met Gala. <laughs> how? Like how? Like how? What's the, what do I got to do? What? How good of a cardigan do I need? Like how? Man, I think you might have to show some leg. You might be oh better off. God, Jesus Christ. This episode Going Young over. Thug. <laughs> Just go Young Thug levels of. Has Young Thug been to the Met Gala? Did he go last year? Nah, but I'm, but I'm like working on it. Right. I'm, I've emailed my friends at Vogue. I said, like, it's you, close. Need, you, need, you need Thugger at the Met, and I need Thugger to, like, actually, I need him to go one time because he won't get invited back. Yeah. <laughs> I need him to show up, and it'd be just everything that we need. Hell yeah. Like, young Thug and, like, six cousins, three sisters. Yeah, like, oh but I need him God. to show up in, like, this is the outfit, okay? Mm-hmm. I need him to show up in a fez, right? Like, a, like um, how do you describe a fez to people? Mobilaji wears them. Shout out to Mobilaji, one of our OGs. Hey. Um, like a like a like a felt hat with no brim. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. Like bright red. Uh huh. Okay. Then I need him to have on a fucking uh, 
a corset. Uh huh. Wow. Right? Corset. Wow. You never seen Thugger in a corset. Wow. Right. <laughs> okay. See-through sheer shirt over, completely mm. unbuttoned, so that you can see the figure of the corset. Wow. Right. Gown, Vera Wang. From, okay. from I mean, not gown, but like a skirt from the waist down. Yeah. Right. And some Reeboks. And some Reeboks. Chains. Wow. Yep. Teeth. Okay. Drip. Yeah. Drip. Yeah. I mean that you know that definitely stops a red carpet in its tracks. I would say. And I wanted to show up with like Lindsay Lohan or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just something was like, how do these two people even know that yeah. they exist? Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty powerful. I don't. Maybe that would have made more that's sense stupid. for. I don't, <laughs> maybe that would made more sense for Lash. I don't know. That's. I mean, he, you know, there is. It goes without saying that there is only one rapper that could pull that off. There's only one rapper yeah, that could pull one. off a waist trainer. Did they? Um. Did they say the theme? I know they said Pharrell's hosting. It's like not. It's like a specific designer, like Ray Kawakubo. Yeah, I think. from uh, um, from Come Negro Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like last, you know, the one that they did the film on, it was like all about like China and like yeah. the sort of like inspirations um, that like designers have pulled from my, China my, through the years. And I loved it. And what I loved so much about the film is that it basically like just completely like exposed the whole idea of like drawing from cultures for influence without the perspective of said culture in the room you know what i mean like right. they're so like in the end the show was amazing but seeing them sort of work through that process like these people that are like the most qualified people the most informed people just like have to sit in a room and be like well is like is this dragon like does that really make sense and just looking right. around and realizing that there's no one who could authoritatively right. speak to that you know and then having to sort of go and like make so you those, like you that know, or like, you dislike that? I thought it was really fascinating to see that process. To Do you see... think that they have a moral responsibility to make sure that they no, are no, not... No, 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 no. I'm not saying that I like that they did it or that they didn't or like whatever. I'm saying the documentary, the film, right. making that the main narrative of what it was. Right. Essentially, these people like, you know, these guys like picking a concept for like this the biggest party of the year and then right. having to sort of backpedal and be like, oh, wait, like we can't do this. But without you, an informed, without involving the culture that we're trying to document, you know, like I feel like right. that was very important to show as a process right. on screen because it worked in the end. Like right. they nailed it because, you know, they did what they were supposed to do from jump. You know what right. I mean? Like right. it was really, it was, it was. But really does Matthew Jebediah Tremel believe that <laughs> y'all didn't know his middle name was Jebediah? His middle name is Jebediah. Um, believe that a designer, and I guess this can go across any platform, but. You know, if you make shirts and you randomly go get like a kente cloth, that you should know the significance of that. Or if you are a rapper and you put, you know, a geisha on your album cover, like knowing like exactly what that means. And like, do you think that morally when you grab these different, uh, you know, symbols mm -hmm. um, from different cultures that you owe them mm -hmm. something? Before I think you did that? if you were making an album about geishas and if you were making a clothing line like about kente cloth right then you probably should you know which was kind of the that was really the framing of the film it wasn't right it was more like let's talk about the fact that since the 40s and 50s or whatever all of these brilliant amazing designers have made brilliant amazing clothing that we are going to present in this context as actual art in a museum uh without doing that work you know and so let's examine the fact that they didn't do it and how that showed up in the work and then let's 
fucking have like pieces by like Guo Pei who's like, oh, I'm actually like of right. this. Right. And right, have spent, right, right, right. You know what I mean? And like have right. sort of spent my whole life. Like she was like, she had a line where she was like, I'm basically trying to make like a wedding dress for my country. And I was like, that Damn, is that's fucking super incredible. Ill. You know what I mean? Right. And then her, the work was so sick. It's like, why would you not extend that? You know, like it only she makes needs the to make better, Young Thug's you know? dress for them. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what the fuck. Yeah, you just, yeah, just that still. would be that would be beast. Yeah. That's like that's foolproof. There's no yeah, that's super solid. Um, <laughs> that's that's, that's foolproof. insane. Hell yeah, yeah. Can I ask um, you? Can I ask you a random question? I just was always. thinking this just on the way today. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know, Tramel and I were good friends. Uh, I'm why. a I'm a fan. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his work first and foremost. Um, but there's a lot of shit that I just don't know about him. And I was sitting on the train today and I was like, yo, I wonder if, like, if Matthew Tremel goes on vacation, does he vacation? Mm, that's Do a good you, question. Like, plan out a vacation? That's Do you go fight. with a significant other? That's like, what fight. is your... I'm like pretty, I'm like pretty like bad at vacations, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you know, I feel like, uh, not to, not to just be like regular or be an asshole and be like, oh, I like work too hard. I don't, da, da, da. but right. I'm like, you know what I mean? Right, like right. I haven't, I don't map out the like, you know, people, a vacation is a part of the process of being good at what you do. You know what I mean? Like you have to be very adamant about Then like, you can, then you can take a break. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Like you have to be very adamant about like, oh, this, this moment of like unplugging and like unwinding and leaving and changing my context is going to make me better when I get back at it, you know? So right. I'm like. You know, like the lat, like I mean, I'll take like vacations, and that will mean like going to visit like a friend of mine that lives in LA or like my boy that like lives in Chicago or something like that, and just staying out there and just like completely just reverting to like my just like me being around my friends for like four days, five days, you know. But I haven't done the like, oh, like I'm gonna go to this like exotic locale or I'm gonna go to like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. I have, like I don't know. Vacations are hard. They're not easy. You know what is my you goal? I, I'm not a vacationer. Yeah, like I'm not a vacation. I've yeah, actually never yeah, yeah, like yeah. gone to go sit down somewhere. I got too right. too many uh, jobs and, and like, <laughs> too many bills for no, that. I, mean, yeah, like, I got student loans. But yeah, I will say, like, my goal in life is to use the word vacation as a verb. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like if when you're really up there, like mm-hmm. think about it. Like super rich people, yeah. they're like work like. Like where do you vacation? Right, 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 right. Like right. they use that motherfucker as a verb. We should dog. ask. We should ask our guest who's gonna come on later where he vacations because he most certainly vacations. Yeah, he's one of our rich friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's without just, question. That's just how that God works. Damn, yeah. Like man. where do you vacation? Yeah, no, that's good. You had a tweet that went off on the internet, and I'm gonna read your tweet on oh, a wow. podcast. And I was very proud of you because usually, that's meta. Usually you're not that witty, but this one, <laughs> this one you got off, Tremella, and I had to just give you. You know, I really enjoyed it when I gave you just the plain retweet. Oh I didn't like God. try to add my two cents. I right. just was like, right. retweet. Right. Like right. this was perfect as is. An endorsement. It needs no sauce. <laughs> you said, uh, and I quote, "This is weird." At Tramel with no vowels because vowels are not trendy. Mm. Um, Apple slash title <laughs> is proof the two party system is broken. I stand by that, and I thought it was brilliant. I stand by that. It's that weird. Tweet, it's a lot happening between those two. That tweet may or may not have been sponsored by Tequila Avion, um, but <laughs> <laughs> that may have may or had, may not had a little bit to do with uh, nah. Um, did you did you see the Kanye? Yeah, Jay no, thing? no. That's what that obviously that yeah. yeah, that's what that shit was about. And it was just like yo, like I don't know. It's like funny, but it's also like what the hell is going on? Like you can't get 
there's an album that like somebody wants to make that they can't make because of like two tech companies that's insane it just doesn't feel right it's insane yeah it's like there's no you know what i mean like what does that even mean right like watch the throne was like it's still it everything not even to say whether how much you like it or how good or bad it is just by in concept it's still like when has anything like that happened before right or after you know and it's like they can't do that again and they both want to right because of like some weird and then even um but you know what the but you know what part to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. so i hear what you're saying but what you gotta remember the original plan and everybody's getting on getting on jay about this but let's go back to the original plan. The original plan was let's assemble the Avengers of music, go up and let's make a platform that's better for people. Mm-hmm. Let's go make the platform. Mm-hmm. And so anytime you step into a, cons- a, a competitive arena, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there's going to be people you can play with, people you can't. And yeah. everybody drew a long, line in the sand. If you're Jay, who had the most invested and the most skin in the game, you gotta look at everyone else and be like, "Look, y'all were on the stage the same time I was on the stage. We agreed that we were gonna do this thing. Like, I get you have a creative idea, but you had to have known what you were signing up for, brose. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and you know, like that. To me, I at least see like the gray area. The kids not playing together. I don't fuck with that. I thought that was weird. Like, I would let my kids play with your kids, G." Yeah, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying right, like, like, like well, that would be weird if if you and I both like our phantom kids had not played with each other, but we do this podcast every month. Well, like, I mean, that's strange. It's like brother. I don't. I mean, I don't even know because you're right, and it's like technically. I mean, Pablo came out on title, right? Yeah, it was a bit. It's the reason I have title. Same. The reason I have title is because I was not going to risk it with a so Kanye. What album. could the conflict even be? What you mean? Because Kanye, I think, I you know think what I that, mean. I think that moving forward, there were definitely times where Kanye was putting out music. Remember, he did like three songs on SoundCloud before before so that he, came so out. It's just like, oh, we can't just do this your way, Big Brother. I, I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. I will say that Kanye is a genius. He's my favorite artist of all time. I mean, the pop style and, thing is a better I, example because that song was amazing with the three of them on it, and then was on Drake's album and it was only him. And but Jay didn't really rap like, on it, though. But it was still amazing with the three of them on it. Even him not rapping. Right, right, it was right, still, right. That's what made it so crazy. Right. And that was, like, the best Kanye verse. Like, it was bad. I mean, it was like, you heard that song and you were like, oh, okay. So, qual- like, qualitatively, like, Kanye's the better rapper. You know what I mean? This is them, like, on a song together and Kanye ate it. You know? What and do you so, mean? Like, better than Jay or better than Drake? Better than Drake. You yeah, just definitely. don't like Drake. No, 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 no. No, I'm sick of this. No, 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 we're not skirting no, no, around no, no, issues. No, no, you just no, no, don't no. like That's Drake. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. What I'm saying is when that song came out. Ah, uh, you're saying that no one, like, as of, up until the verse, that point. Right, right, right. Because okay, Drake's okay, album okay. wasn't okay. out. You know what I mean? Okay. It was like, oh, okay. like, we hear both of them together after they've been sort of this, like, Cold War thing right. been going on for some time. Right. And Ye fucking murdered it. Like, Right. You know what I mean? So it was right, like, right. oh, dope. And then it was on the album, and none of them were on it. And then for it to be on some, like, there's some person in an office that's like, oh, well, we can't contractually have this, like, amazing thing that you guys made with your brains that right. I can't make. 
we just can't do that. I don't. That's crazy to me. They should just make that. They they can't just make the album and not make money from it. They can't just chance the rapper give the music away for free. I mean, one assumes. So then, just do that. Why stop? Everybody stop, bitch. Let's get this album out. I mean, you know. But do you? North do, North, North needs some new gear, man. Saint, but the, Saints growing up, man. We can't just. You gotta support these geniuses. You know they can't give it all away. <laughs> but you it's gonna saying? make them so much more money. In the <laughs> no, no, run, no. It's true. It's true. I mean, we're still figuring out. Obviously, like the streaming platform stuff. Like people, like there's no. Not only is there like no precedent for it. Like there's no. It's sort of the wild west again, which I feel like is cool. Right. In a lot of that's, ways. That's but great. Is also like what like once it starts getting in the way of like oh i have this idea you know like did you i mean did you listen to um the ovo sound radio the birthday show i listened to the songs i listened yeah, to yeah, the music yeah, yeah, i didn't yeah, listen to yeah, the yeah. whole show so <laughs> what was ill about this was that he does the he plays the four songs um two birds one stone uh fake love mm-hmm. there was like two other ones fake love struck a chord with me I'm but sure. I'm emotional. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm emotional, so it's whatever. Yo, um, and and then like the next show, like it was like, all right, yo, thank y'all, thank y'all, OVO Sound Radio, yeah. thank y'all, okay, Drake out, and then um, <laughs> and then the next show, yo. just played. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, and then the next show that was just like, oh yeah, guys, like this is like blah blah blah, and you're tuned into Da 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 Radio, and like you just heard like these four new Drake songs, and here they are again, and they just played the same four songs for the rest of a whole different other show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just like, oh okay, like you guys, whatever that contract was that gave y'all these four exclusive Drake songs, like you're getting every cent's worth of that. Absolutely. Like this is these are the only four songs that we're playing on Apple Music on Beats Radio for like the next twelve. Can 12 I say hours, something? Though? You know? They would have been the only four songs I would have wanted to hear. Like, don't you want to hear that and then like dissect the verse? You want to run it back? They're making more money than ever, which is awesome for someone. You know? Yeah. Did you see that? I don't know. MTV has a new, like, um, a new president, mm-hmm. and it seems like things are, you know, like they they they're definitely somebody who. Um, they seem to have just now woken up and been like, oh, we got to we got to figure this out. Yeah. 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 You know, I the mean, thing that they're doing with Rocky seems really cool. Yeah. 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 What is that? Exa- like, what's the he's like, I'm very unclear. Like, uh, I don't really know exactly what content he's going to be producing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I will say did you that watch that film that he did. It, I thought it was amazing. Him have and Dexter s- Navy. I have you was- seen Lahine? The movie that it's like based on. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh my god, dude. Is it crazy? Yo, it's Am like uh, yeah, it's like this French French film that's like about um, just sort of like the fucking anarchists. Like it's like Juice, but like in France nice. about like we like don't fuck with like pigs and we like are just fucking like broke and like we're like you know what I mean like wearing right. like the craziest fucking like ninety whatever. Are butterflies like, in it or is that original? You know to the to the Rocky thing, it might, I think I think it's like original to that. Um, the, the, I thought but, the butterfly thing was like brilliant. Yeah, I mean he definitely nailed it as far as like landing on that, like zeroing in on that sort of pulse or whatever of that film because right. that shit is fucking tight as shit. Right. But um, yeah, like I mean if it's like if Rocky's like oh I want to program twelve hours of MTV a day and just put cool looking things on television. Right. Yeah. Sign Obviously. Me up, you know yeah, what I exactly. Mean? Like, exactly. If nothing else, he knows cool looking things you know what I mean? right like so that's you know it probably won't be 12 hours a day but if they let him actually do the things he's he wants to do 
I think that was a creative solution. I think it's a weird, it's an interesting thing right now where it seems like more and more uh, brands are 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 just turning over the keys. Do you think that there's a younger, cooler person that isn't a celebrity that like could probably be just as effective, if not more? Like that's kind of always what yeah. But you know what though, that's off about those is that like not even credit like not like this is you know this is cool, but. Um, in general, what you're talking about, which is like you see a lot of people do right. that, you know, like Kraft macaroni and cheese now brought to you by like I don't, you know what I mean, like right. fucking. But they, but they, but they didn't just like, go to. They didn't just go to. You Rocky. could do like they there's probably his, there's probably a kid that's actually just like, oh yeah, like I'm really I'm obsessed with this and I went to school for it and I would right. love to get that chance and I'm like 24. Yeah, you know two, what I mean? Two like, things, but here's the thing: a that kid's got to figure out a way to get in front of MTV, like. Are there are there better people to do, like, everything? Sure, absolutely. I'm sure there are two better people to do this podcast. Wait, is it not? But you know what? Tequila Avion came to the not, best. Is so it, fuck them, motherfuckers. Is it not? On no, the, but but is it not the impetus of MTV to seek out to do that work to like scrape the barrel to find? This is the you know what I mean? But like, I think that not they, even say like again like not them. But you know who did that? Just, you know who you know? did that is Rocky. Like, they didn't just put a check in Rocky's hand. They put a check in Rocky's agency hand. So, like, the kid, Dexter Navy, the person that co-directed that video with Rocky, Mm -hmm. he's not famous. He's fucking brilliant. He's Mm -hmm. super young. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he'll be very, 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 very involved Mm -hmm. in this MTV project. Yeah. So so they went to to him. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you have the juice Mm -hmm. and you know the cool kids and you have an agency. And that's the thing. Like, say whatever you want to say about Kanye West. But Kanye West, like... He was like, yo, I'm going to start a creative agency. And just like everybody's like, oh, if he's making merch, I'm going to make merch. Now everybody's like, yo, I'm going to have, I'm going to get a crew of creatives and we're going to do all the things that I want to do for my album. So I'm going to have a photographer. I'm going to have Bari, you know, who's a creative director. I'm going to have all these different people in the mix so that when I create something, like I have my own team. And, and that is up to the creatives. I think that Rocky's in a much better position so like you said, find that kid because he's younger, because, you know, he's a lot more in tune with the with with social media. He's a lot more in tune with like these kids run up to him every day. They're sending him beats. They're sending him videos like it's a totally it's far more organic than if you're like, hey, 47 year old guy named Phil, go find me a young kid with talent like even if you were to go search and really try to do that, how difficult would that be? I feel like that's that how, I, you, you know, it may, be, it may be a case of like, a, it most likely is a case of like paradigm changing or whatever, but I feel like that's how. Paradigm. <laughs> that word is actually pronounced paradigm. It might be a case of it's not, paradigm. No, nah, it's not really changing. pronounced that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank don't, God don't. we don't fact check on Rick's <laughs> friend. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel like that's how these entities have become what they were for all this time for like decades you know what i mean like the things that we sort of love um were built by people that we didn't know that were like the best at it and like had spent their whole life being the best at that thing um yeah one of the craziest things that happened i actually got into a super heated argument about this today and i'm uh pretty pretty upset about it but um Mm -hmm. You know Jared Fogle, the subway dude? Yes. Right. So his oh, wife... Oh, God. Did you hear about this? His I wife didn't. is suing Subway 
because she's claiming that she told them that he was a child molester and that they ignored her uh th- her telling them however <laughs> subway not the fbi you went and snitched on him to the sandwich people but you did not go to the police so that he could stop touching minors and now she's suing to get money saying that she tried to to solve you know she tried to yeah. to tell him and it to me it just fucking depressed me it was like the most they don't sound like very well adjusted people <sighs> they sound like uh had some real problems in that relationship i mean that did not get worked out also th- came, she should be in jail if she knew that's probably true and hasn't said anything <laughs> that's fucking she why is this woman not in jail yeah. and and it made me think of this bigger issue which is our judicial system, mm-hmm. in theory, like if you were to just like boil it down, like the whole thing is to make you feel safer. Mm-hmm. That prison isn't about, you know, if Matthew Tremell, you know, he, he runs over somebody, he goes to jail for eight years. That's not to discipline you. It's to scare somebody else from running over somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you're one person, but hopefully it mm-hmm. detours, mm-hmm. you know, whatever thousands of people and then it makes all the people feel safer Mm -hmm. it just can't make you feel safer when you realize that this is what it's used for yeah it is used to sue sandwich makers yeah yeah because they didn't yeah protect a guy because they were worried about making money in sandwiches yeah and then you know we can't get an indictment for some real shit it's like you can't feel good about it is someone gonna settle are they going to... Who how, knows? How does that even... Where do you go from there? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Is Subway even still in business? How, like, they're, like... It's forever tainted. You can never just go and get, like, a fucking... You, you're weird if you're... You know what? You know Subway what cookies were really good, too. Here's... Yeah, wow. Subway I chocolate... Fuck with you, three, three for Three for a dollar, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Listen, Subway but that was back in the day. cookies are, are solid. Yo, here's but, a weird um, thing about Subway. It's a real thing. Like, fact check this if you want to. Okay. It says on, like, the back of, like, the napkins or something, mm-hmm. it says all meats are turkey-based at Subway. Okay. So, like, if you got, like, salami mm-hmm. or bacon... That motherfucker's actually turkey. There's nothing wrong with turkey bacon. Turkey bacon is delicious. It, if you, you have, got you have, you if you got a steak drink? meatball or you got chicken, it tastes like chicken, feels like chicken, but it's actually <laughs> made of turkey. All I'm saying is, however they got the turkey to be like chicken, yeah. probably isn't fucking good for your body. G. Man, yeah, yeah. Fuck Subway, man. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what I was thinking about the other day too. Uh, like, it's fucked up because the dude who shot at George Zimmerman is going to jail. Yeah. Meanwhile, George Zimmerman's out frolicking about being the worst human of all time. Yeah. And it's like, what, what responsibility do people have? Like if I saw Jared, like if he got out, let's say he didn't go to jail. Yeah. And I saw him on the street, you know, let's say a mother walked up to him and hit him with her purse. Mm -hmm. Is that wrong? Um, is that wrong? Jared? Jared. People will let you do whatever you want to Jared, but uh they won't let in, in law enforcement's eyes, George Zimmerman is like a you know, he's like a national hero. He used to be protected, he used to be venerated. 
Wow. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, Jared Fogle is like, he touched little boys, so it's like, we all agree that's terrible, but you know there's like that's how this shit works it's not you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. i wasn't i don't know i'm like i don't know i always i have like weird reactions to these kind of things because i'm just like so never surprised like they can't really surprise me you know what i mean like that shit i saw it and i was like oh yeah well naturally i think they got to do the film um eric too like he yeah like, he's like, oh, pff, how dare you you can't do that right <laughs> like, you, know you can't I mean? film like, me murdering yeah like you know what i mean like they you know they they don't is no but that does that, no, that, that no didn't bring you out like you know Th- that's it surprised me i can't front i get i get where you're coming from but yeah. i was extremely surprised i would have thought that they would at least been like oh no you will have probation like we will not send the guy to jail who shot at the guy who Yo, hunted you gotta a black think about, kid. You got to think about this. Uh, like, okay, how do you like pursue someone who's filmed something and then like walked away and then posted it online, right? So it's like people post dumb stuff online all day, right? I right. can go online and somebody can like tweet at me and be like, blah 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 blah. Like trolls post crazy stuff online all day and people are just like oh there's nothing you can do about that i don't know i don't know i mean you could be anybody there's right, no there's right, nothing you could right. do about that but it's like when you decide to be like oh you you did that on that day at that minute oh like you are 110 percent going to prison we're right. going to do everything in our power you know what i'm saying right like, right right it's, so it's really just like that you know i don't know it's like you know that's like it's it's no ambiguity you know what i mean like of course it's fucked up but it's never to me it's like never surprising like i don't know you know right because that's like how the shit is there's like now there's like i don't know there was like a few pieces that was like oh like should you see everything like cops should have body cameras but should you see everything and it's like i mean if you're asking that question then like where are we right you know (laughs) if it's like there's still probably some stuff that you shouldn't see you right. know, you the subway guy can't say that. If we wanted to put subway like cameras in the back of subway while they're making your sandwich, you know what I mean? They, right. And they were like, "Oh, actually, there's parts of the sandwich making process that like right. we probably don't want you to see." <laughs> would you walk into subway the next day, or would you be like, "Y'all are doing some weird <laughs> shit"? <laughs> Let me find out. All these sandwiches are made of turkey. When I thought I got a fucking meatball, sandwich. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. very, you know, I don't know. So yeah, but, I don't know. That's, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is a fucking yeah. amazing point. I'm sorry. We we will demand oh, more transparency. Maybe we should do from our yeah. pedophilic sandwich makers <laughs> than we will the fucking police. They make that shit right in front of you, man. Right. You know, they make it right in front of you. Yo, Mark Anthony. Peace. Yo, you know what the best is, man? Nah, what's the best? Like the absolute fucking best. What's the best, bro? It's very timely right now, and I'm very excited for it because it's the best. Get it off your chest. Halloween is the fucking best, yo. (laughs) Halloween is the best holiday. Name a better holiday. Thanksgiving? No. Christmas? No. Veterans Day? Maybe. Probably. Probably. (laughs) But Halloween is still incredible. Like most holidays have a down period throughout the course of your life you know like you're young and it's amazing and everything is for you and then you get a little bit older and it's kind of like uh you know i gotta go like go home and like visit my parents and maybe i can take this seriously and maybe i can just skip it this year and think about it next year and then you get older and you have kids and then it's all for them and you got to sort of get into it again halloween stays incredible every single year You can't even be cynical about it because it's a cynical holiday and you can't politicize it because you don't even get the day off. (laughs) Well, that's not true. You can politicize it. You can politicize anything. Several colleges have had talks ahead of Halloween about uh, inoffensive costumes and safe spaces. And at least one has provided counseling for students who feel threatened or traumatized by insensitivity. 
you know, like if you're a person and you dress up as like another kind of person and that person uh, feels less of a person because they're a full person and you're trying to act like they aren't a person. But I don't really understand why you would want to be like a regular person when you could be a raptor or a microwave or a serial killer that's back from the dead. <laughs> like, why would you not go all out? Like, take it serious. Get creative. Get with your friends. Have fun. Don't be too cool. Halloween is the fucking best. <laughs> what do you, act like you know. What are you going to be for Halloween? Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're a sicko. That's just like that's that's like in the A pile. There's Yo, like a you're few the options worst. right now. Okay, yeah, but you Halloween, know what, you, fucking best. You know what else is the worst, bro? What's what's the worst, man? Tremont, you know what's the worst? I'm I'm curious. What's the worst? Applebee's, but okay. only in New York. You uh, know what else is the worst? Auntie Anne's pretzels, but only in New York. I don't like where this is going. You know what else is the worst? Red Lobster, Olive Garden, Kmart, and every other chain restaurant and store that I grew up loving and depending on, but only the ones in New York City. I totally get it, New York. Words like farm to table, small batch, and boutique give you a hipster boner and help justify the outrageous rent we're all paying. But as a kid who grew up in the Midwest, why can't we have both? Now, if you're thinking there are plenty of chains in New York, you're right. Kind of. They exist, but they're the GED, JV, second string, Bush League versions of their non-New York selves. And that's a compliment in most instances. In the Midwest, a personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut is single-handedly one of the most delectable delicacies known to man. 360 degrees of fake cheesy scrumptiousness, a blessing from God herself for $6.99. But in New York, it's a stale Frisbee with Lunchable meat shriveled on top. In the Midwest, an AMC movie theater is set at fucking 71.8 degrees on the dot. The slushy machines always work. You'll never not have two seats next to each other. And above all, it's clean. But in New York, a movie theater is freak nick for bed bugs and rodents watching iRobot for the third time that day. The seats are itchy and warm and it's so musty. Not even Ryan Gosling committing to never let go can distract you from the discomfort serious thing that actually happened i saw a woman go into labor at the target in brooklyn and red polo shirts just walked right past her that really happened it's none of my business <laughs> now i will i will be the first to say new york city is the greatest city on the planet however it's like a basketball player who hasn't quite mastered the fundamentals but it's calling for an alley-oop every fucking play even if you make the dunk you still need to know how to dribble roman's pizzeria is dunking papa john's is dribbling and if I ran for mayor of New York City right now, that'd be my focus, dribbling. Because chains in New York City are the fucking worst. That's interesting, man. <laughs> you don't like that. I'm sure there's some quality chains in Kansas City. They're, they're all they're, great. They're out there waiting for you. You can, you know, and head right back on. I'll know? just learn something from them yeah, and just, then just saying, you know what I mean? Bring what I learned back. I'm actually to quite help happy your with city. our chains here in New York City. You don't even you know? go to them. Yeah, I think they're just fine. That's the point. They're doing just fine. That's my point that Thank I'm trying you. to make. Thank you. You know who's the worst? Mark Anthony Green. <laughs> That's who the worst. You Daryl Strawberry, <laughs> though. <laughs> so yeah, guys, uh, on you know on Rich Friend, Mark Anthony Green and I pride ourselves on um, you know sort of bringing on the guys behind the guys, um, and you know sometimes the girls behind the guys, but folks that sort of do really dope stuff and have really ill stories and ill perspectives. Um, that uh, you don't always hear from. And so, you know, our next guest is uh, a gentleman by the name of Anthony Martini. Uh, he's an artist manager. 
manages uh, Taiga Made in Tokyo, currently a few other clients, I'm sure, um, and had uh, an instrumental hand in developing uh, and managing our Lord and Savior, Lil B. Uh, and so, <laughs> really stoked to have him on, man. How you feeling? What's up? What's good? I feel great. Yo, let me just say, first off, I saw, I was at the show at PlayStation Theater, him and Clams Casino. The show was amazing, and you got the <laughs> rarest shout-out. I've never heard Lil B shout somebody out before. It was it was a rare night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he'll tweet shout-outs all day, but to actually just have him just sort of speak someone else's name, I was like, holy shit. I like, was, that just happened. It was a, it was a magical night. No, nah, that was I, sick. That I, was sick. I, I he played the s- ill New York rap set randomly. Which no one even yeah, understood. Like, like, nobody was prepared He was getting mad. He was all. playing, like, old Dipset. He's yeah, like, like, you motherfuckers don't know this Dipset. <laughs> he's like, bitch. He's just yelling on the mic. And it's like, you're the reason why these kids don't know that, because right. you were like, oh, right. here's the complete right, opposite right. of that i'm little b you know it was just so it was brilliant you know that dude is nuts how did you i like how did that first happen like how are, how do you as like the normal dude connect with like such a savant and figure out that there's something there to be worked with um well thank you for calling me normal i guess but I'm, I'm pretty, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the i'm answer, pretty maybe. abnormal yeah, yeah <laughs> most yeah, people yeah, that yeah. know me are like yeah i'm a fucking fucked up dude <laughs> but uh no but b so i i knew b I, I managed the pack. Like, oh, okay. When you know they first came out and they were on Jive and they had Vans and you know it was they were sort of they they set this whole swag mm-hmm. shit into motion and they mm-hmm. were like so far ahead of their time that you know it's crazy at the time like Vans didn't even want to fuck with them and they had a song called Vans right and like, I spoke to Vans and I'm like yo you don't understand I'm like there's kids in Harlem wearing Vans and yeah. skateboarding and. You know, and they're like, yeah, that's just not our target market. Like, we don't want to feel like a fad. You know, we want to be like Chuck Taylor. So they they didn't even, they were like, we don't even sell the Dr. J's. So I'm like, mm. that's crazy to me. But then, you know, now I guess yeah, that times changed. have changed. They yeah. caught on. They do all these cool collabs and shit. But it was like crazy that the the group that sort of made all these like hip hop fans into like this made people try to do the skateboarding hip hop shit before, but it was never cool. It was always corny. But they came out right. with like these crazy kids, and they were hood and all this shit, and and they I think were the inspiration for a lot of the groups that are even artists that are out here today. I Definitely. mean, even ASAP even told B like you're the reason why I started rapping. Like, you know, like I yeah. came to a little B like a pack show and saw you guys, and then it inspired them. So like, you know, I was managing the pack at the time, and uh, you know they sort of imploded, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know they all they all had their solo aspirations, and right. you know they were young and, and crazy, and then B's broke off and you know started being the bass god and yeah and right. you know yeah. like i i think i actually have like the first bass god recordings where he just whispers over Coldplay, <laughs> and, like, and he was like he was sending me these he was sending yo. me these tracks and he's like yo this is the new shit i'm doing and i was like i was like yo send it to me and he sent he sent it to me and it wasn't even like a sample where you sample part of the Coldplay right. beat and put like a, you it's know, like loop song. it. It was like literally Holy shit. the full MP3 of like a Coldplay song. And he's like, legendary, <laughs> based, <laughs> like just speaking on it. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is some crazy <laughs> shit. And he's like, he's like, yeah, man, it's going to be fucking historic. And he knew. And he knew. Like, yeah. and it, no, he really is a savant. Like at first you'll be like, oh, like, does he, does he really like know like, what is he's he doing? Like is he in on it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but like the things he says are so... Everything he says is so real and so true. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that that's the thing about B is, like I said, he he's a star. He has star qualities. And no matter what, like, the t- the intangible things are the hardest part 
to have as an artist. Like the the music and all that, you know, you you could put good music around people that suck and, and they could have hits in this world. You know what I mean? Like right. people that have those intangible qualities though, where they could be like superstars. Right. It's almost like it doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. You know what I mean? But like, do you have the things that can't be taught? You know what I mean? Right. And that's what, and that's what he has. And he's always had that. What's mm-hmm. the biggest difficulty working with him? Um, well, that's why we've sort of been off and on for, since he was 16, you know, just because he, you know, artists, all artists are very difficult. You know what I mean? They have like the good ones have a very specific vision and they're just different types of people. They're not normal people that you could just reason with in, in, in a normal <laughs> That's what way. I keep trying to tell Tramel about me. This motherfucker keeps bitching and, you know, I'm telling like, look, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, You know, exactly. I'm an artist. I, yeah. But, but they're, they're, <laughs> I, I need four M&Ms before I go on. I, <laughs> there's no. a thin line, but that's what I'm saying. There's a thin line between, you know, as an artist, to be great, you have to have that self-belief that you're going to be bigger than anyone despite anything. No one mm-hmm. can stop you, blah, blah, blah. And there's a thin line between like being delusional and and really just having it, and you know, and sometimes it's difficult to just to deal with artists that are like that. And um, but you know, those are the ones that have the most potential, really. Right. right. And so with B, you know, like he's gone through phases where, you know, he he's sort of like, you know, he 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 wanted such, you know, things in the like when I worked with him originally in the pack, it was. Everything was fine because it was sort of like a group thing. But then when you broke off on his own mm-hmm. and there was like base God insanity, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, like it's hard to manage that. You know what I mean? And, and like when everyone's coming at you with offers and all that, you think like, oh, I want bigger and bigger, and bigger. And I, I think he got caught up in that for a minute and, and just asked for the world mm-hmm. when that's just not. And it's hard to also tell someone like that, like, no, that's not mm-hmm. that's not realistic because then it almost in a way it's like, oh, you don't believe in me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's not that. I'm just telling you, you're not going to get that. Like, you know right, what I mean? Like, right. Drake won't get that. So let's talk about Tiger. Yeah, you. so you manage Controversial Tiger. figure. Well, so Tiger, breaking news, I'm not managing Tiger anymore. Uh-huh. Oh, exclusive. So you can have Rich a real Fred, conversation. You heard it first. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, Word. you know, part of where I'm going anyway, I'm trying uh-huh. to I'm trying to shift more into the label side of things. So you, you uh, I would imagine, had an integral part in... Uh, the TV show King and the Tiger. Oh, I created it. Yeah. You created it. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what is that like? How you know, uh, in general and like specifically, uh, you have an artist that you understand. You know that people that know of him understand him, or maybe have things they don't understand and that they would like to learn about. And then you like bring that to like a branding translated, or you bring that to like a network. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how did that? You know. Um. I mean, the Ty- Tiger is another one though. Like, I, I, I've worked with him since he was 16 like right, you know wow. like he fucking slept on my couch and mm-hmm. paid his phone bill and shit like mm-hmm. you know like i've known him since he was like he was another one where I was you know i got his mixtape and it wasn't like i wasn't like wow this is great music but when i met him it was like he's a he's star, a star. Yeah, like, this dude, yeah, he looked yeah, famous before yeah. he was famous and people right. would be like yo what does he do like right. so he he always had that um which is you know that's important man like he's he's definitely a rap star you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, wait a minute Here's the thing that I've always thought is fascinating, and this is not a diss against Tyga, but like he- hearing you, like I've, I've I've known of you, Tramel speaks very highly of you. You seem like a dope dude. Your resume is dope. You're very smart. Um, I'm like, oh, this dude is cool, but then when you say you manage Tyga, I'm like, all right, like do your friends make fun of you for that? Like, well, I mean, <laughs> like when that was happening, like w- like because you 
you got to know Tiger's kind of a he's the butt of the end of a joke sometimes. No, I agree. You know? I mean, and there and there's a lot of reasons that's there's a lot of reasons why I'm not working with him anymore because like you know, there's a certain point where like the business just didn't make sense. Isn't where it's supposed to be right, right, right. from just like like you're fucking up your own business. You know what I mean? Like you're burning yeah, bridges, yeah. you're doing shit that is like you being you, you can't afford to make enemies. Like you know what I mean? Like you yeah. need you need people to root for you. Yeah. And like when you do things that burn bridges and it, it creates more obstacles and right. it's like it becomes harder. Kanye can to burn get bridges, but Tiger yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't. like you're mm-hmm. Kanye, you can do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want. People right. need you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like when you when you're you know, that was the thing that I felt like Tiger didn't really understand was like, you know, yeah, you're big and like famous. Right. But like from an artist perspective, you almost have to approach it as a new artist. Right, Like, right, you're dropping right. a single, mm-hmm. you have to go do radio promo. Yeah. And you got to go kiss ass and do all the shit that a new artist would do. Mm-hmm. But it was such a hard thing for him to accept because it's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I've been doing this and, like, I'm big. And it's like, yeah, it's true. But the groundwork wasn't necessarily there because, like, you know, he skipped steps with Rack City. Yeah. And then, like, even with that, it was the song was so hot that he didn't have to do that shit. Right. And then radio sort of got like, oh fuck him. He's not gonna right. come, he's not gonna come see us. Fuck him. And right. then so it becomes harder each if, time. And then if that anything, sound that sound went everywhere. So it's like we still have that sound. Yeah. Right. We don't need the song. You know what I mean? Like if any, yeah, go if ahead. anything, I would give you more credit managing Tyga than if you were to manage somebody like Kanye, who like Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean managing believe me, like managing Tyga, like shit. I mean the things that I was able to get for him right. opportunity wise. I mean, this is where this is where we start. Like, like I was, you know, like the, the TV MT, show. The I mean, MTV the TV thing, show. I'm like, I think everybody was like, "Yo, Tiger got a show on it." What? Tiger got what? a look. Yeah, yeah. like how a like capital L. You know? But I mean, look. that's you know, I, I won't get into the, nest, the like the detail details mm-hmm. of it, but that's that was really the catalyst to me. Be like, I can't. I got to step away <laughs> from this because <laughs> you know, like the MTV show, like it was such a platform. Like you could really, yeah transcend now and take steps to like do something regardless of music you could become a big star you know what i mean and there was just a lot of things that went down that mtv was just like yo what the fuck is up with this guy and like you know uh, just to give you a a piece of it like the show was supposed to take like four weeks to shoot it took three months Mm -hmm. and like i don't live in la Mm -hmm. and uh, you know they need me in parts and shit like that and so i'm like fucking sitting in la i'm like man it's wasting time three months like i need to be in the office doing this shit and it was just a lot of unnecessary drama that it was it just got to the point where it just was like this is stupid man it's like a waste of my time and Mm -hmm. like if you don't care about certain opportunities then like i can't make you care right right, i mean and and like if you can't see that a show on mtv could be a powerful tool for you right you know i just looked at like the rob deerdeck model where you know like even even like young and reckless clothing like his fucking cousin's clothing brand became like a hundred million dollar brand off having a platform it's Mm -hmm. it's essentially a commercial on mtv for 30 minutes every week right and like you have last kings like this everything should be last kings we're going to the store like you make fucking a hundred million dollar brand like there's so many things like promote a fucking alcohol like all this shit that you're doing this is a commercial for it and like right. if you can't you know like seize that mm-hmm. it, it just becomes frustrating you know what i mean and and like you know yeah we had two seasons i mean the whole catalyst for the show was really the ridiculous life that he lives yeah, where yeah, he, like yeah, yeah. you know we were on a it was the chris brown shoot for loyal mm-hmm. and they 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 brought a baby tiger to the set yeah first tiger scene and then next thing you know, like, he's talking to the trainer, figuring out how to buy a tiger. And then the next day, this guy's fucking driving from Indianapolis, delivering a tiger to his house. 
And it's like not a little baby tiger. It's a fucking like for, for, it's almost a, like it's like six months old. But this shit is big. Right. He's feeding it like twenty pounds of raw meat a day. It's in the house. It's fucking biting my leg. Like, I would fucking sign me up. Like, it's crazy. When, so, when does it air? So, I, so so I was like, yo, I was like, this is a TV show. Like yeah, you, like yeah, the shit yeah, that you yeah, do yeah. is so crazy that it's right. it, it really is like a like a um, like a Rob De- like a whatever fantasy factory for like right. hip hop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like you know he has eight cars like he's got a Maybach a Lamborghini right. Bentley Rolls all that shit right. people don't know like people don't see that and if they saw that and they're like what the fuck how does he have this money mm-hmm. it, it just becomes it, it makes you bigger than life and so you know pitched it to MTV we shot a sizzle did it ourselves pitched it to MTV direct they picked it up straight to series no pilot nothing and you know the first episode I mean the first season we got six episodes it was on MTV 2 and then this season we had it moved up to MTV it was supposed to be 10 episodes. They cut it down to six because of problem shooting. Right. And that was sort of it. And now, you know, I, they're not, they're not going to pick up season three because it was, <laughs> it was a problem. But, Man, this, there's this, so many Tiger fans at home like, oh. But season three, season <laughs> three out. is the season that you make the money. Right. Like, the, right, you know what I mean? Like, right, that's the thing. Right, the first two right. seasons, you have your deal mapped out and like, you, you know, it's good money. Like, right. it's still good money. You're showing up, shooting right. a couple fucking things and mm-hmm. do it for a few weeks and you make good money. Mm-hmm. Right. But like season three, is when all right now now, you now we got to have a new yeah. deal and yeah, now the ratings yeah, are good yeah, and now we're on yeah. MTV so that's when you really get paid and so you know it's it just it's made no sense to me not to like push it through to that point where right. now you now you really are making money off this show and now it is a big vehicle right mm-hmm. um but you know that was just it's really about seeing you know what what could be amplified about these artists? You know, what I mean, you kind of identify like what yeah. is their what is their secret power? That's what I was going to ask really you about. Yeah. It, you know? Because I feel like people see, you know, there's so much that we do see, especially now, about artists way more than we saw before. Like we see, you know, we know artists sign the labels, and then we know artists have their little crews or whatever. And then now you see so much more about like oh, this is how, like, we made this album, or this is me in the studio, or this is me da-da-da, or this is me going on tour. But you really don't see what management is. That's still something that's relatively kind of, like, opaque, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. it's really still... Um, artists don't... You hardly see, you know, like, a future with an ant, or, like, a you know, whoever with whoever. Like, what is that... What is it about the, the, the job of it that sort of encourages that, and how did you... You know, working with artists that were like somebody like Tyga, who at certain points in his career is like literally the entire internet is talking about. You know what I mean? Like he was very sort of you know like well known. <laughs> like how yeah. do you sort of navigate yeah. that as like the dude next to this person who everybody knows? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, you mean how do I navigate it as yeah, me, yeah, or yeah, how yeah, do like I navigate what, it for his career? Like, well, how do I well, like for you, like thing? for you specifically, like what is it? You know, what is the benefit of sort of being? that person that isn't you know i mean the really the benefit is just money you know what i mean like i like i i'm i've never been really one to be like in the mix like i always mm-hmm. kind of play right. the background and kind of let the artists you couldn't be a good manager if you wanted to be in a mix yeah, right i mean right. some do like you know some people that's just not my personality that's the thing and i honestly i wish it was like i wish i was the fucking dude dancing in the video and like you know i wish i was like that diddy <laughs> but i'm not like you know what i mean I, my my natural demeanor is more like laid back and yeah, kind of like true. observe and you know whatever like i could i have my moments but that's when i'm around people that i'm cool with and yeah you know i'm not really that guy that's out in front and you know 
sometimes I, I wonder like would it would it be better if I was that guy I don't I don't know but right, but like right, so right. you know managing people like that that are like the center of whatever attention I mean it's fine for me because I'm not really in the attention like that like yeah. the show I ended up being in that but even that was probably more than I wanted you know mm-hmm. but MTV just sort of was like ah oh, like mm-hmm. We need more people. Right, <laughs> like right, Tiger right. wasn't showing up, so it's right, like we need right. more storylines. So right, yeah. like, all right, fuck it. Like I'll fucking practice basketball and like you know <laughs> create this fake ass storyline. I'm afraid of helicopters, like whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, like normally I'm I'm more in the background, so it doesn't affect me. I just try and think of ways to 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 use that to spin into opportunity for the right. artist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, no matter what. It really, the saying really is true. Like all, you know, no press is bad press. So, did the did the Kardashian thing hurt or help your job? Uh, did it make it, it easier hurt. or harder? It, it hurt. It hurt it. Mm-hmm. How? Um, I think it hurt. I think it hurt his brand musically. Really? Because a lot of like a lot of the real fans sort of were like ah oh, fuck right. you know the fans that he did have that were core fans were sort of I guess turned off maybe a little okay. but mm. it hurt. It hurt my job. It made my job harder in a way where it just became hard to have him do anything. Mm-hmm. Really, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because right. if if you know if they had to do some other shit, whatever we had planned got canceled. You know, right. what I mean? regardless right, of right, right, right. regardless of how much money it might have been, and you know, there's been times like I've been I've been sitting in fucking you know the south of France getting threatened by the mob because. He didn't get on a plane. <laughs> Wait, take us to that story. <laughs> yeah, tell that. Let's, let's. I got so many stories fle- like that. Let's been, flesh that full wild. story out. I've Wait, been what searched happened? by fucking the army with machine guns and think they're gonna damn. rob us. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this particular story was uh, there's this club Gotha in Cannes, um, and it was during the Cannes Film Festival, and uh, this well, the first it's there's two parts of it. So the first part was, you know, Tiger was supposed to perform at this club this other club in Cannes and we had a contract we had to deal with them all that shit and then Gotha called at the last minute and was like yo someone canceled Tiny Tempo or someone they're like can you come you know perform tomorrow at our club mm-hmm. and I was like oh well we already have this other show and they're like we'll pay you triple and, was, and like we were already getting paid a lot so I was like oh fuck I was like we gotta figure out how to do both mm-hmm. and so they're like no but you can't do both and so we ended up trying to do both and, and you know what what happened was the one club <laughs> yeah the one, the one the one club was at midnight and gotha is not until like three in the morning right. and so i was like all right we could do this like we'll go to midnight yeah. across the street yeah do this knock it out real quick three songs go back to the hotel gotha will pick us up we'll go there a few hours later and do mm-hmm. that and just whatever but uh yeah gotha had their people waiting at the hotel from like 11 o'clock we couldn't even leave they were in the lobby just watching us so i'm like fuck man i was like how are we gonna do this so we go out the back alley we had a, our car pick us up in the back alley of the hotel drove all of a sudden i see this fan following us oh, and i'm like shit. fuck man and I, I just told our driver i was like pull over and so i get out and i see these the guys from gotha that are like the drivers you know they're following us yeah and i'm like what are you like come on you guys are drivers like we'll pay you i'll pay you right now to just like say you didn't see anything and they're on the phone with the owner. They put me. They put me on the phone with the owner of Gotha, and he's like, "Yo, fucking motherfucker, blah blah blah." And so I was like, "No, no, we're not. You know, we're not. He's not going in a club. You know, since you made us cancel, we're just having his DJ do it, and and like we're just dropping off the DJ, and that's uh-huh. it." And so he's like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> so so <laughs> Tiger sneaks in the club, does a quick two songs, 
we go back to the hotel. Then you know, a couple hours later, we go to Gotha. And then, you know, Tiger's about to go on. We're at the, we're at the booth, all this shit. And uh, the DJ that gets on gets off before us he's he's like yo he's like yo patrick the owner of the club he's like he's pissed man he's like just be careful there was an artist here like a couple weeks ago that you know he performed like 10 minutes shorter than his set and they put him in the hospital all this oh, shit holy God. shit he's like yo this is run by the mob like just be careful and i was like all right well it seems like we're all right right now i was like we smoothed it over so then tiger goes on stage and then some guy i'd never met comes up and was like are you anthony and i'm like nope. yeah <laughs> Fuck no. so he's like he's like shows me his iphone a picture on his iphone of tyga in this other club he's like you fucking motherfucker and he's like come with me to the basement and the, the dj actually before was like he's like yeah they brought this guy in the basement and they broke his legs God, off. so God, then yeah. so the dude was like all right come with me to the basement and i'm like fuck man i'm like all right here we go Meanwhile, now Tiger's on stage, all security. Everyone's up with him, so, so it's just you're, me. You're I'm alone. Out. I'm alone in the in the booth, and so I'm like, all right, fuck it, let's go. So we go. <laughs> so we go down. I'm like walking down the stairs, and it's you know this is a mega club. It's like four thousand people. You know, one of those fucking Ibiza like foam like yeah, 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 like yeah. Euro clubs. It's mm-hmm. it's like so loud upstairs. You start going down these stairs, it becomes quiet. And as we're going down the stairs, no one can hear you. I'm scream. seeing like security dudes come from like other rooms to follow me down and i'm like and they're like big fucking dudes yo this is the show so, mtv so right, i right. to call them back like. right so, so i'm like fuck <laughs> and my mind's racing i'm trying to think of ways to get out of this shit i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do like they're bringing yeah. me in this basement yeah this dude just told me what happens in the basement and so they brought me in this room there's like concrete just fucking cinder block room and the dude is you know i get surrounded by the the bouncers and this guy just had a bottle of Dom and was, like, screaming at me. I'm, like, trying to look around something I could grab to, like, stab him <laughs> or hit him. Or something. I'm, like, he's going to try and hit me with this bottle. And I was, like, I got to start doing yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. like these dudes are going to fuck me up and he's going to hit me. I, I just don't want to get cut with glass. Like, right. we could fight, all that shit. I just don't want stitches. I don't like, uh-huh. I don't like hospitals. So I'm just trying to think of a way out of this. So I just became a hostage negotiator at that point and started talking real calm to the dude. But I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, all right, but don't seem afraid, but seem very stern, but, you know, reason with him. So I'm just, you know. So <laughs> this whole time, saying? this whole time, Tiger's just rapping. He's on stage right out <laughs> here like, dude. Rack city, city, bitch. Rack, <laughs> rack city, bitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, he's like, you'll Yo. fucking, he's like, you'll make me look like a bitch in my city. He's like, this is not America. Well, as soon as they tell you it's not America, you know. Yeah, you know that they're like, this is not crazy. America. He's I'm like, pretty just, I'm pretty so, sure I saw a Drake short film recently with this plot. Stop. I think I, I, think I saw something. That, he's like, wait, we own the police. He's like, you will not make it out here alive. He's like, you would, oh, he's like, all your security will be dead. I'm like, oh, man. So what did you say? So I'm just like, listen, I was like, I understand. I was like, but, you know, we, I was like, we had a contract originally with the other club first. I was like, they approached us first and you didn't, you know, I, I was like, I was like, I tried to call, you know, the booker for Gotha and you, you had another show this night. So we booked another show. I was like, so technically you stole us from the other club. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to smooth it out with them because we fucked them over. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm just trying to reason with the dude. And then eventually he's like, talk, yeah. talk him off the ledge. Right. And next right, thing I know, right. he's like hugging me. He's like, you know what? <laughs> you're a good dude he's like we're gonna have a fucking drink come on he's like oh, everyone cheers and have a drink and then you know it was it ended up all good I mean wow. the, like but so this dude is like known mob like whatever that was the first time we went there yeah the second time wait nah there's no second time there's a, there's like three times you like, went to oh, that nah, same well, club you're to good now, no. now you're like yeah, yeah I'm good like, until yeah, the next like... time some other fucked up shit happened right <laughs> so, so the next time I go I'm in yeah. fucking Cannes I, I go you know cause I'm coming from New York they were coming from LA so we're gonna meet there so I left I get off the plane 
and then I get, you know, Tiger hits me and was like, yo, I'm, I'm not going to come today. I'm going to come tomorrow because he had to do some shit with fucking Kylie. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, bro, you, ha- you have to, I'm here. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, you know what happened last time? They almost threatened to kill us all. I was like, and now like, I'm that's, here. That's, that's a risk I'm willing to take. I was like, right I'm now. here. Uh, I'm, I was like, I'm, 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 I'm here alone. <laughs> like, yeah. you got, like, I can't tell this guy you're not coming. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, just, you know, we'll figure it out. So I, I call the the promoter well i call the agent who booked it i'm i just tell him yo like tiger lost his passport he's trying to find it but can we move the show to another day i'm trying to like work it out he's like don't t- don't tell me this i didn't hear it. he's like don't even tell me this he's like i'm not telling patrick this he's yeah like, that's he's like, on you he's like you have to call him i was like Fuck, i mean i feel like that encapsulates an artist manager right there like i'm not you gotta tell. Yeah, yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like that right. is no, the nature and it of cap- the job. The artist you managers, know? you have to be the bad guy. You right, have to be the buffer. Right, right. You have to be right. What at the end of the day, your your role is to try and make the artist not make stupid decisions, and you also got to maximize so the here, opportunity. Here's the yeah. million dollar question: Why do you do it? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> not a million dollar <laughs> answer. <laughs> not a not a million dollar answer, big dog. That's why I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm building up the label side, man. I'm like, fuck this management shit. Not a My life has been threatened. My yeah, like, yeah. You know, the, the, That's the hard part is on the management side, you know, you do you do make the highest percentage, you know? So it's, right. it becomes a question of, you know, the, is the money worth the headache? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after a certain amount of years doing it, it's just... How long has it been? I mean, I've been doing this shit for a long time. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. I... You know, probably, I mean, officially started managing outside of my own shit probably in like 2005, right. 2006. Wow. Right. Know? So it's wow. been a minute, you know what I mean? But it, mm-hmm. and it's cool and it's, I, I enjoy a certain amount of chaos and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, to fix problems. I, li- I like working in the moment and kind of yeah. just like, it's almost like you got to fucking untangle a bomb without it exploding. And like, yeah, there's yeah, something yeah, about yeah. that yeah. that I enjoy because I know I could do it. Right. It's like a puzzle almost. Like, you, like how am I going to get out of this? It's like every, you get put in a fucking room and it's like, yeah, you, if you like don't figure it out. Shit. Yeah, no, you I like being in a basement yeah, with yeah, a dude yeah. trying to kill you. Listen, <laughs> I, I got to admit, like it is, when I look back on these things, I'm like, man, these are some life wow. stories. stories. Like, yeah. which are, life's all about experiences yeah. so mm-hmm. it's it's cool in that way mm-hmm. but so what do you like uh when you know when you're off the clock when you're home when you're just like you know do you have a fam do you have like you know what i mean yeah. like yeah i mean when i'm home how do you turn that off and you're just like oh i'm just like i don't like you have you have kids yeah i got two kids yeah, yeah like you're just like i'm dad now like i'm not it's a different in kind of managing with, i'm sure you it's, know it's same, same muscle yeah, <laughs> yeah right does it's that, does that overlap there's that's no turn off that's a good question <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, i'm managing fucking family like <laughs> yeah you know my son how am i gonna defuse this bomb yeah right? like right, my son right. not fucking like breaking some shit in a store like i don't yeah, know right. you know but it's yeah. it's all i guess it's a similar muscle but yeah you know that that's one thing that more recently i i just become more try to become more balanced because for a while like it was all just work and, mm-hmm. and you know there's a certain there's a certain degree where you never shut off anyway we always have our phones and there's always you always have to be reachable and all that but mm-hmm. you know i also didn't want to i don't want to ever look back and be like damn i missed all this shit from my right. kids or right, have them be right. like damn my dad was never around yeah and so you know I, i've consciously recently tried to create more balance in my life just with that sort of thing yeah um you know which is another reason why i think the label side has become more and more appealing because it's 
it's less again less of like the hand holding aspect and less right. of like the the bullshit when it's more actual business and mm-hmm. you're dealing with people that are you know capable business people and logical and not fucking retards and you know the management side you deal with a lot more of the riffraff right well listen man we can't thank you enough for coming by yeah this was and sick i'm man. so this glad that you, you did not let tiger get your legs broken yeah it's like, <laughs> i'm good man i'm always i, I work my way out of any situation yeah, man. Clear, yeah even this one because yeah. it's not an easy seat to sit in <laughs> and you handled this shit very well hell yeah, yeah. so yeah, man thank, thank you. you so much and I appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to see uh, Matt's doing this. Thing. Wait, I got to oh, ask man. you this last oh, question. Last question. I know we're, I know we're, we're running out. Mm-hmm. What was Tramel like as an intern? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's He's interesting. Same way he is, I guess, now. He's just, he was quiet, but always, you could tell he was smart and, like, knew. He just knew, like, the artists. He, he just, like, a, a wealth of knowledge that was kind of, like, hidden. And you had to sort of prod it out of him. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Um, this has been uh, Rich Friend, the Elevated Conversation, brought to you by Tequila Avion. Man, I'm really glad they didn't break homie's legs. That's uh, incredible. Um, was I hard on Was I harsh on Tiger? A little bit. A little bit. I'm maybe, not a fan. Maybe rightfully so. I don't okay. know. Let me know, y'all. Let me know if I was harsh on Tiger. In ba- the comments. Base God forgives you. He always forgives. <laughs> My new name, Base God. Ice with the paint job. Only come out in the nightlife, vampires. You don't want to play me. You better off the vacate. Yo, stop playing with my man, Lil B. Stop playing with me. Fucking nice. Rich friend. We're going to see y'all next time, man. Peace. Peace. Rich friend, the Elevated Conversation is a loudspeaker network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Tim Einenkel. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow. The views, opinions, and hilarious jokes expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests featured on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Tequila Avion and its affiliates. Please don't sue us.